entertainment, inspiration, and building community. This is the soundtrack of Savannah. This is your Savannah Philharmonic. Welcome to the Soundtrack of Savannah podcast. I'm Dee Daniels, and I guess we could officially say happy holidays from the Savannah Philharmonic. I'm excited to have with me on this episode, Executive Director Amy Williams. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. So many things are going on uh, with the Savannah Philharmonic. And wow, I mean, just holiday stories, uh, you know, happening. We've got so many great things that the public has been able to be a part of, Amy, and Savannah has shown up for the Philharmonic this year, really, really shown up. They really have. It's been so much fun seeing the community really come together. You know, we just were coming off of a concert. We had the Messiah last weekend at Calvary Baptist Temple, which has turned into a fantastic community partnership. And we just saw so many people that were brand new to us that had maybe never come to a concert before, come with their families and just realize how special the Messiah performance is for, for the community to kick off the holiday season. You know, and and with that, I mean, I'm thinking about how the community showed up for Giving Tuesday. I'm thinking about, you know, there, there are so many things that uh, people have just jumped on board to say they're learning about the Philharmonic and what, what kind of, uh, you know, education is going on in the community. They're learning about um, how they can be supportive. And that's one of the things we really want to talk about in this episode with a lot of new people joining the Savannah Philharmonic family this year, you know, and asking the question, how can we be more supportive? I think we should really highlight and shine a light on where the needs are. Absolutely. And, you know, I think one thing that people may not realize is that we are a 501c3. We are a nonprofit. So we're, while we do have ticket sales, we are heavily reliant on donations because one of the things that we pride ourselves on is that our ticket sales stay affordable to the end hire community. And we all know that that means that we need to have a bottom, a bottom price point that's an entry level, but also that we don't need, that we can't have a top tier ticket price that's so high that's just mind blowing to so much of the community that they're not even going to look at the rest of it um, further. So, so it is really important that that's that that's out there. That is truly something part of our mission. It's something that we all believe in, that we we are first and foremost community focused. So we rely on the community support. You know, our education programs are also, we want every child to have an opportunity to play an instrument. So that means that all of our education programs are free of charge. Um, the child receives an instrument and instruction and repair of that instrument free of charge. And, and we really, again, pride ourselves on that because it's to see a, a student play an instrument that may have never considered it before. It's life changing for them. Uh, you, you never know where it's going to take them. And then we have a fifth grade program coming up with 10,000 students coming from all over the Savannah region, um, all of the counties and our, not just Chatham County, but all of our surrounding counties. And that program is free of charge for schools because again, we want the schools to be able to show up, to be able to bring their students to experience an orchestra for the first time. And this is really just the mission of what we do, but it's where we rely on the community support so that we can continue doing it. 
You know, I'm not sure if if we've uh, shared this story on this podcast or not, but you were one of those kids, Amy. I love I love your story and the fact that like you learned to play an instrument and how life changing that was for you. I was, and I was one of those kids that whose parents never went. They never took me to an orchestra concert, even though like I asked, can we go see the Boston Symphony? And and my mom said it wasn't for us because we couldn't. One of the biggest barriers we couldn't afford the tickets. Because not only do we need to get into Boston, which was um, a train ride and all of that, but also that the tickets were so expensive. So it is something that um, it's sort of at my heart and soul that we're able to keep the ticket prices affordable so that no one has to have that conversation with their child that's learning an instrument of saying, it's not for us. We can't, we can't get through these barriers. Um, and that's, and all those walls come down for the Savannah Philharmonic. And, and I think with people, when they come to see a concert, um, whether it's in the neighborhood or in the park, in the Lucas theater, this past weekend in Calvary Baptist church, people are aware that there's the boundaries are down. The walls are down to accessing us. Um, and I love Savannah for supporting us to do that. Absolutely. It, it, it's it's really it's so great that you bring that story to the forefront um, as as a leader for the Savannah Philharmonic, as an ambassador yourself. And you make sure because you have walked in those shoes and you've seen people walking in those shoes that would like to be a part of it and would like to experience it and maybe felt like they couldn't or, or didn't belong. And and. It is it is such a huge part of the mission to make sure everybody feels like they have a place and everybody feels like they can, like you said, access at any point in any place in the community. And I would say it makes us we're really special in Savannah um, because it's part of our success, too. And it's part of our success story. So when people come to concerts and they're sold out, it's all of these pieces that are in place that make that possible. And, and I really want to emphasize how it's not the case everywhere in the country. Savannah is so special in that and making it be Savannah's, literally Savannah's Philharmonic. That's so true. Um, so many people that have, have maybe newly joined uh, the Savannah Philharmonic family this year and, and saying, I went to my first concert this year and I, and I, I brought my family and I, I want to go back. Or maybe they're thinking for, you know, the next season next year, they would like to get like season tickets and be able to go to every concert and things like that. That is certainly one way people can support is to be a part of, you know, getting the subscription tickets and, and securing their seat for the whole season. Absolutely. And we love that. Right. So when people subscribe, it really is their, their part of the family because suddenly we get to know them coming into the hall once a month and sometimes twice a month, depending on how much we're, we're performing, but there's always something happening. And, and what we love so much is when, when people get to know us through that concert experience, suddenly the door is open to having conversations with us when we're in the grocery store or different places and sharing what they loved about what's on stage. And so that is one way to support. Um, but it really, it's not the only way to support. You know, we can, we have lots of different opportunities, everything from online donations that you can make, you can make stock gifts um, and do that. They can um, contact me for that. We can do, and for some of our donors that are looking at their there are states we can do planned giving and we have that set up. So there's so many layers 
of that. And I love getting to know people when they're donating, because if it's, if people aren't sure, they're like, they, they love certain programs or they want to see certain things. That's all something that we can do and build and package for people. I know, you know, everyone hears me talk at the top of every concert, uh, you know, thanking our sponsors and, and doing that. And it's a great, that's always a great opportunity for businesses to showcase what they're doing in the community. But also it's our way of building, we can build custom packages for corporations so that it's not just a one and done thing. So that their employees that have maybe never come to a concert have special access and, and really the sky's the limit on what we're able to do to make it so that a sponsorship or a donation is a two way street. Like we want to make sure that people have different access to us. Um, but also we want to make sure we're providing something that's, that's of value to whether it be an individual or a company. One of the things I want to remind everybody is we always, every single episode of the podcast, put some fantastic, easy to find links in our show notes so that you can learn how to donate, learn how to sponsor, you know, whatever you might want to do. And what I love, Amy, is that, you know, the sponsorships you were talking about is not just made for like the big corporations either, because, you know, that's fantastic when you've got these huge companies that are able to jump on board with the Savannah Philharmonic and sponsor a concert or sponsor the whole season or, or something like that. But then there, there are opportunities for small businesses and, and people that are just, you know, wanting to come in and say, Hey, I'd love to be in your program. And I'd love to have my business name listed, but you know, we've got a smaller budget. There's a space for them too. There is. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is that you can actually sponsor a musician. So, and that's a really cool thing. So through sponsoring a musician, you suddenly build a one-on-one relationship with that individual and you can get to know them. Um, and we have conversations all the time with people that maybe aren't sure or n- they, and it, like, they don't know who they should sponsor or if they want to sponsor it. But we know all about our players and we, it's, it's the best game of matchmaker that I get to play all the time, um, with our sponsorships. Because I think sometimes people think, Oh, I don't know if I should sponsor something because I don't know how I've never played the violin. So why would I sponsor a violinist or like, what would, what would, what would I talk to them about or, or why would I sponsor that concert? Because I don't know any of that music and. It's that's where it's a lot of fun and that, you know, it's our musicians are more than than just phenomenal players and musicians. They have dogs and they have pets and families. And suddenly there's an opportunity to get to know everyone as a person. Oh, absolutely. I hope you I'm excited about your matchmaking process. I hope you guys are already thinking about who you're going to match make with us because we're planning to sponsor uh, a musician maybe next season. So that's such a fun thing to do and being able to get to know uh, all of these just super talented individuals that are a part of the Savannah Philharmonic that a lot of times are coming from other areas and, you know, are, are here for just a short time and leaving their imprint on Savannah and, and to be able to host them for even a, a short time, uh, such a, such a great opportunity to get to know them. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I love it. And so make sure, yeah, you check out the links to, uh, to all of that on, on the show notes so you can see which ones you want to do. The other, some of the other opportunities, Amy, that, um, I know we, we get really excited about is, is folks that want to jump on for future events, like fill the park and things like that. I mean, that has become a massive, massive popular event in Savannah. And so that of course will come up again next year. Yeah. And, and, you know, we are entering, for businesses, we're entering 2024 soon. And I know a lot of businesses have a 2024 budget and marketing budget. And there, it's a huge opportunity for Fill the Park. And right, like we try to lock it in ahead of time so that we can provide as much of a runway of benefits so that when we launch in February, we can start sharing that a business or an individual is alongside us for the whole season, right? It's just like the, the runway's longer of how long you get to market with us. But, you know, with Fill the Park, we saw 25,000 people this year. We are anticipating more next year. And and what a phenomenal way to get in front of so many people if you just think of a marketing dollar set standpoint for a business. But then also fill the neighborhoods. You know, we go into six fill the neighborhoods each year, six neighborhoods each year through that con- those concerts. And and each one has about four to 600 people. So you can start doing the math of what sponsorships can bring you. And I think, you know, we've had um, a wonderful bank partner with us, but it's also our real estate agents in town love fill the neighborhoods because it's, it's in six different neighborhoods. That's right. And there's what a better way to kind of put, help put for a company to put their brand out there to a very diverse group of individuals. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking too about your, your custom packages that you're talking about. Um, and those that can come, you know, because a lot of us can't do the math. We don't want to do math and it's difficult. And, and so it's like, okay, I, I know I can come to the table with, I have this amount to give and, and they can come to you and say, what's the best use of this money given like, you know, the things that I'm passionate about or the things that maybe I want to be a part of. People can just come to the table with, I have this to give and I'd really like to give it. Help me figure out, you know, the best way. Again, it's, it's matchmaker, right? So I like giving is just matchmaker and it, and it is, they can come to the table with some ideas and we can come back with some other ideas, but it's really our opportunity to, have a conversation with people, find out what, you know, it's like they said, I can do this, or I would like to do something like this. What do you think? And then it's suddenly, it's a lot of questions. It's like, oh, what kind of music do you like? Or what led you to playing, to wanting to do this? What led you to your first concert? And all of that helps us really kind of build these, these packages. And if you go on our website, you can see we have ideas laid out. Um, as to what would work in general. But all the time we have companies say, well, I want to do some of this and some of this and some of this. And we're nothing if not flexible, I think, in, in all that we do. And it's because we need to, I can't wave a magic wand and know what every single corporation or individual wants in town. So it's my opportunity to to get to know people over a cup of coffee. And a lot of times it's with Kay and myself and you get to kind of have a conversation, but I love, it always leads to people being able to share their first experience with the Philharmonic or their first experience with an orchestra or playing an instrument and or their kids playing an instrument because they never did. It's, it's where the great stories come. 
Mm, and it is so good. We've, we've heard a handful of those stories on, on this podcast and I love it. I love when people share those stories. It's so heartwarming and you never forget those stories. Like they just stay with you, no doubt. And, you know, I was, I was just thinking too about, you know, as people are looking ahead to 2024 and the, the Savannah Philharmonic is growing. I mean, there are so many things that are going to be happening, new things that are coming for 2024. I don't know if you want to give us a little glimpse of some of those things, but, you know, thinking about supporting, you know, towards the end of this year and you're coming to a close and you're thinking, well, you know, I'd love to give a gift before the end of this year. You're also supporting maybe some some new things that are coming down the, the pipeline in 2024. Yeah. And I think it's a twofold piece, right? So people supporting in this fiscal year for us, calendar year possibly for them, it is supporting this year, but it's also ensuring our growth so that we can do more things, so that we can continue leaning into the community. And I think that's really important to know. We do, we plan a year in advance, um, at least. Sometimes we're a little more to some extent, but we're like we're in active planning for 24-25 season. We're in this season, but getting a support now ensures that we have the solid sustainability to do the bigger things in the future and to keep going. So really it's, it's people able to come alongside us and say, I believe in you. And, and I would say, you know, I think we've talked about some of the, the sponsorships, but that might be even sort of daunting to people that, that type of sponsorship people can give monthly. Like, right. If someone wants to say, you know, I'm comfortable giving 50 or a hundred dollars a month. They can, they can make that statement to us now. Like, Hey, I wanted to give you my card and set it up in the system. So it's automatic. I don't want to think about it. Um, and so monthly giving is always great as well. And again, that idea of monthly giving allows us to know that we're, we have that security for future years um, to come. And I think it, it's an easy way for people to do it. Uh, I mean, if we think about just all the things we have just on monthly automatic, because so that we never have to think about it again, um, it's it's easy and it's great. And, and it allows people to get the tax benefits um, spread out through the calendar year that they need. And one thing I love about monthly giving is then you feel good every month. I love that part too. Cause that, that, I mean, you know, you put it aside, you don't have to think about it. Like you don't have to go and make the donation every month cause it's automatic, which is awesome. But then just like, man, you get that feeling every month, you know, that I am supporting this and helping, helping it to grow. And you hear from us every month too, right? So because it's going through you, you receive a note from the organization every month about what we're doing and where we're going and, and what the, what that gift is done. So and I think that's, that's fun as well. Oh, totally. Um, so here we are, you know, ending the year and and what a great moment of reflection uh, it is to look back, but also to take a second and look forward. And so I've got two things for you. Number one, so we did a quick poll of the Christmas wish for Savannah, the holiday wish for Savannah and the entirety of Savannah said, we want to make sure our Christmas wish this year, we want to make sure we have more concerts from the Savannah Philharmonic. And are we sure we're going to get more Ketara Harada that they want that too? You know, they do. You know, they do. He they brings do. the magic every single time. So mm-hmm. we're getting more of him, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
He's not going anywhere. I love that. And and let me ask you this. If you've got one wish for the uh, Savannah Philharmonic, what is what is your what is your wish here at the end of the year as executive director? That's a hard question, Dee. <laughs> My wish is that the community continues to come out and subscribe and really comes down to we sold out subscriptions in a record amount of time, right? Like, so we reached 80% capacity of the house in June, and that's not seen anywhere else in the country. And so with the community, can we, can we do it by May? Ooh, I love that. So I, I guess it's not really a wish. It's a challenge. That's right. Uh, in addition to, uh, you know, all of the things of supporting the organization and, and, helping us reach financial sustainability so that we can continue leaning in and, and I can continue feeling not just what's a, the mission of the organization, but a pers- personal mission to introduce more people um, in the community to music. Absolutely. Uh, so many people are every month talking about, you know, what they saw, what they heard, what they experienced with the Savannah Philharmonic. I think that that I think that number of people are just going to grow um, into next year. And it's already been a fantastic um, year. And I think we're going to end it strong as well. And next year is going to just continue and next season continue to be something for everyone here in Savannah. Yeah, something for everyone's not going away. We're going to keep popping up in neighborhoods and having a good time with the community. Well, make sure you check out all the links. Make sure you click on those links, share them with your friends, share this episode with your friends so that we can continue bringing something to everyone here in Savannah with the Savannah Philharmonic. And happy holidays, Amy. This is fantastic. Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to your open invitation to enjoy music with your friends and neighbors. This is the Soundtrack of Savannah. You can also show support by sponsoring a season concert or our Fill the Neighborhood series or annual Fill the Park event in Forsyth Park. You can even sponsor one of our talented musicians or host them in your home during the season. Planned giving from individual community partners to corporate sponsorships creates opportunities for the Savannah Philharmonic to grow and also allows you to leave a legacy, ensuring the organization continues to entertain inspire and build community for generations to come for more information on sponsorship levels and a full list of concerts and community events please visit us at savannahphilharmonic.org follow us on facebook and instagram and be sure to subscribe to the sav phil podcast you're listening to right now so you can be in the know behind the scenes and center stage at your savannah philharmonic (laughs) 